This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report podcast presented by ABC Auto Insurance. And ABC Auto Insurance Agency is a better choice for insurance. Ready to start a new week. It is going to be a busy week. Holy smokes. I think it hit me this morning on the way in here to uh, the Saints and Pelicans headquarters of what this week was going to be like, not only for us, but for all of you, too. Labor Day weekend is next weekend. College football game week is finally here for all of our local college teams. And, of course, the Saints will wrap up the preseason this week with a very quick turnaround in that game on Thursday night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome against the Baltimore Ravens. So we are just literally going to hit the ground running today, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Friday night game against the Steelers. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Pelicans and All-Star as we'll continue our visit with uh, uh, Dennis Lasha, the president of the Pelicans and the Saints. So we've got a lot to cover. Um, and, by the way, I, I think that I'm glad – that we did not visit here again until Monday after that Friday night preseason game because it gives all of us a a chance to think about and to frame up (laughs) what the Saints' loss to the Steelers was on Friday night. And it's interesting. um, It seems like everybody in the NFL had something going on this weekend. Good, bad, interesting, whatever. I mean, think about the Colin Kaepernick situation for a moment. And – Boy, is that going to be kind of a polarizing conversation. You know, and and at first I had one reaction to it, and then now I've thought about it, and I kind of have a little bit of a different reaction. I guess I don't like the fact that Colin Kaepernick sat down during the National Anthem. That that just goes against everything that I I believe in. But if I believe in what this country is and what men and women have died for, he gets to do that. I don't have to like it. The NFL doesn't have to like it. You don't have to like it. You may actually agree with him. The bottom line is, at the end of the day, he's he's able to because of what we all believe in. So, man, doesn't that – I mean, that's where it gets sticky, hard to talk about, all those things. So, I guess I'm just glad that we have we have the freedom to have that happen – to talk about it, to disagree about it or agree about it, and go from there. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Anyway, so that was one situation. Dallas has the situation with Tony Romo coming off of the weekend. Other teams look good. Other teams didn't look good. Look, this was this was one of the more memorable third preseason weekends that I can remember. So even though, even though I think that there are some frustrations about the Saints and what happened Friday night, finally back home at the Mercedes-Benz Supernome, and it just didn't go very well, everybody's got a little something to talk about here. And maybe that's why the NFL is the monster that it is. So, outstanding stuff. Um, Speaking of uh, Friday night's loss to the Steelers, uh, let's start with Coach Payton here this morning. Coach talked to the media already here on this Monday about a couple of different topics. But most important, I think, to me and to you probably, is what he thought, in hindsight, of uh, Friday night's loss to the Steelers. Well, a few of the things that were were easy to see just just during the game. Uh, I, we didn't play mm-hmm. well enough at all in the offensive line. Um, you know, I thought defensively there's some things that show up that are uh, encouraging. Yet we give up three explosive passing plays. Um, 
for as meant for the amount of times they threw the ball, you know, our ability to affect the quarterback was poor. Those those were the two. Look, the game ended, and you didn't have to see the film to know that they had more time in the pocket throwing the football, and and our protection wasn't real good at all. And speaking of that offensive line, um, our own John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com asked Coach Payton if the improvement that is needed on the offensive line is going to happen internally, or will there be some outside help possibly to come in, or do they have to look at that? Hey, I think I think both, and I say that um, because this next week, this next 10-day period, there's going to be some good football players that shift from one team to another via a lot of different ways, be it from trade, be it waiver claims and or free agency. And I think it's an important week to focus on for your own club. You know, how do we improve the roster? And then also there's some internal solutions. You know, this player needs to play better. This player maybe plays over that player. Um, so I think, John, in, in fairness to the question, I think the potential, the solutions lie twofold. All right, so that's Coach Payton's thoughts uh, here on this Monday morning. The team is back to practice today. Uh, they are on the field kind of midday, uh, and then we'll have a New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap for you presented by Acme Oyster House uh, later on this afternoon on NewOrleansSaints.com and your Saints mobile app. Also, reaction from Friday night's game comes from the television analyst from the broadcast. That's John Stinchcomb. Well, you have to temper your expectations. I think we, everybody who is watching these Saints, you would expect a little bit more. You want to see a cohesive unit come out there. You just haven't had that opportunity. So incomplete is probably accurate, uh, but the expectation up to this point is that you would have seen more. You can see more playmaking ability on the offensive side of the ball and uh, likewise uh, for the defense. So great to have the Super Bowl champ back on with us today. That full visit in just a moment. And as we mentioned, the uh, president of the Pelicans and the Saints, Dennis Lawshe, here to finish up our conversation recorded last week. Today we focus more on the basketball side. We were in Las Vegas at the uh, at the owners' meetings, and it was announced at that time the uh, NBA would be moving the All-Star game out of Charlotte, and there was no discussion as of yet where it was going to go. There was a, a get-together that night. There was a, um, a cocktail party for NBA executive staff and owners, and I sort of made a beeline right to the person who was in charge of the All-Star game, and, and I mentioned to them, hey, I think we could pull it off. If, if you want to give us a shot. There you have it. As I promised you, a very full Monday. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's take our first break. And when we come back, we will uh, pick up our conversation with Mr. Dennis Lawshaw. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. 
The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and score your seats today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans! President of the New Orleans Pelicans and New Orleans Saints, Dennis Lausha, with us, and I want to make the transition. We we did a we did a, we had a nice conversation about a whole that come uh, with the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome and the start of an NFL season. Let's talk about a couple of basketball issues that that frankly, even in the hallway, I haven't had a chance to ask you about uh, two things. One, um, I haven't had a chance to talk to you since it became official that New Orleans, for the third time now, will host the NBA All Star Game. Uh, congratulations, by Thank the you. way. Uh, Oh, and by the way, that's going to happen really fast. <laughs> Normally, yeah. this is almost a two-year process. I don't yeah. know how you're all going to pull this off in yeah. six months. What was your, I mean, what can you share about how it came to be and, yeah. and now what you know, lies ahead? Yeah, last time I was here, I was, I was you know, dancing around yeah, uh, whether or not we were going to get it or not. <laughs> um, and, and in the back of my mind, I knew we were going to get uh you know, it's it's it's. First of all, let, let me. I, I, I said it last time. I'm going to say it again. Um, you know, it's unfortunately for the folks in in Charlotte, um, ownership, president, that entire staff, that community, that that it didn't work out. Um, we were in Las Vegas at the uh, at the owners' meetings, um, and it was announced at that time that uh, that um, the uh, NBA would be moving the All Star Game um, out of Charlotte, um, and there was no discussion as of yet where it was going to go. Um, there was a, a get together that night. There was a, um, a cocktail party for NBA executive staff and owners. Um, and, uh, I, I sort of made a beeline right to the person who was in charge of, of the all-star game. And, and I mentioned to them, Hey, um, I think we could pull it off if, if you want to give us a shot. And, uh, and he said, you're being serious or, you know, <laughs> you're really, uh, you, you know, you really want to give this a shot. And I said, I, I really think we can pull this off. And so we had we had some discussion that night. We had discussion the next morning about whether or not I thought I Dennis Lasha thought <laughs> that we could pull it off. And I, I Dennis Lasha said, "Sure, we can pull it off. There's no question about it." Without checking with without anybody checking else. with oh, anybody. Yeah. Actually, that night I, I went home and or went up to the hotel room. At, it was probably about twelve o'clock uh, here in New Orleans. Called Jay Cicero and said, "You're not going to believe this. We got to do it." You know, you called we, him at midnight. Yeah, yeah, we got to do that. I think it was, or maybe he didn't answer. We talked <laughs> the next morning. I said, "I just made about every promise I could possibly make. There's probably uh, zero uh, possibility that we can accomplish that. We can get this done, right?" And uh, there was a long pause on the other side of the phone, and uh, you know, he, he, you know, he was he was very <laughs> he was very frank and um, and respectful, but very frank in what our what what we could do and what we couldn't do. And and I, and I said, well, I, I, I so I guess you're telling me we can do it, right? <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, yeah, he said we can we certainly can uh, give it one hell of a shot um, if uh, if if we want to do it. And and all seriously, we said, yeah, we think it's important. He obviously thought it was very very important. Um, we have a great 
working relationship. I, I can't say enough with uh, Jay and his group and Sam at um, GNOSF and uh, and um, you know they you know it's easy for us to make promises all kidding aside about bringing the game here, but really those are the guys that really you know have boots on the ground as they say and who have to make it work and have to get the whole hotels lined up and Steve Perry. And, and what he does in, in the hospitality uh, industry, Mark Romig, all of those guys pulling everything together, you know, uh, making sure we can do it from a police perspective, making sure we can do it um, from a Mardi Gras perspective. Um, so there was a tremendous amount of work that had to be done. Then on our staff side, there was a tremendous amount of work that needs to be done. Obviously, tickets have to be sold. Um uh, sponsorship issues have to be resolved. Suites have to be sold. So all those things have to come together um, for this to be successful. And um, and we were able to prove to the NBA they they had come in um, shortly after the Los Angeles trip and did a uh, pretty much did an inspection. They brought a, a big team of um, their folks in. Uh, luckily for us, we had just had the the um, All Star game a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. so they were very familiar with our staff and very familiar with the staff here in New Orleans. And um, and um, you know, it was a great experience. It was a great All Star game, and they know that they know that we can pull it off. They know that we have the folks um, um, and the resources to pull it off. Um, it's an expensive endeavor. There's no question about that. Um, um, so there was a lot of commitments the team had to make, Mr. Benson had to make, um, and um, I think it's going to be one great um, all-star game, and I think it's going to be important for our city. Can you share who we were competing with as a city? I, you know, I, they didn't share it with me, and I, I really didn't share okay. it with them. I, you know, I'd heard um, there were various big markets um, that, that we're looking at, and, and I, I'm not saying this to be funny or anything. Really, I, I just didn't have time to think about who else was who was competing for it. We really just was, we just felt like we were competing with ourselves. Can we get the hotel rooms? That was the big question. Could we get the hotel rooms? Could we get the meeting space? Look, the convention center was booked, so we have to um, we had to go um, into the Superdome, and then and then there was also the big issue is there was a concert that was that was happening too. We had to get a concert moved, and and Alan Freeman and his staff at SMG did a really good job of getting that done. And so, um, again, there was a lot of a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, trying the best they could to get this pulled off, and all worked out. Okay, this city's built for it. I mean, absolutely, it's, it's fantastic, and. I know there's a lot of heavy lifting there, but I'm not surprised in the least. But there's still probably a ton of heavy lifting that has, no, has to no, has to happen. And absolutely. so, what what would without going into the sausage factory, if you know what I mean, you know, what should fans know about their role in this, and and realizing and understanding what it will take to do this in such a compacted amount of time. Well, I, from a fan's perspective, I mean, the only thing the only thing that I would say is, you know, in as much as you can, just be supportive. You know, you know, you, you know. You know, attend the events, come to the games, you know, um, enjoy the events. You know, um, every everyone every, everyone loved the events that we had in the convention center last year. Obviously, we're going to have them in the Superdome this year. You know, there's a lot of youth activities, you know, um, a lot of, for a lot, you know, really good basketball content, um, things that are real fun, a lot of uh, opportunities to meet players and get autographs and play basketball. And, um, you know, that, that's all. Just have fun. Come participate. Have a good time. Um and uh, you know, if 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 you know someone is inclined or wants to, um, you know, volunteer during the, the course, we would love for them to volunteer if that's okay. what they want to do. And they can again, there will probably be a call for volunteers from Great New Orleans Sports Foundation, and um, in a very short order. But you know, if 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 that's something that they um, think they might want to do, please feel free to sign up. We would love their support. You and the other leaders, civically, 
then I have to assume, believe that the economic impact and the jobs and everything else that go along with it is worth all that you've Absolutely. decided to do with Absolutely. Okay. I mean, if, you know, this is what, this is what this city does. I mean, there's three big industries here <laughs> and the tourism industry is one of those big crowns in our, in our, and, 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 and jewels in our crown. And we have to, you know, we have to keep it polished. <laughs> we just, we just can't take it for granted. We can't take this tourism industry for granted. And one of the biggest things that we can do is to continue to highlight it with big events. And there are a few events that will get as much media attention as this is. And I, you know, I think it's very clear to folks in our community who see that. I think it's very clear to the business leaders. Again, we are, and I hate bringing this up, but the 51st largest market in the United States. However, we're one of the premier markets when it comes to all-star games, right? We're one of the premier markets when it comes to Super Bowls. We're one of the premier markets when it comes to supporting franchises. And, you know, when you do that, people don't think we're the 52nd market. If you're in Nashville or if you're in New York, you sure start to think, God, this is a bigger market than it is, mm -hmm. you know? And if these things can be so successful, maybe my business can be successful there. Maybe it is a great place to live. I mean, again, I'm biased. I mean, we... We have our own food. <laughs> we have our own uh, music. We have we have our own everything here. I mean, we we this is this is you know a very special place in the country, and we have to continue to highlight those things and not take it for for you know granted. I agree. Keep them coming. Yeah, no doubt. Um, real quick, and then I'll button up the All Star thing. One of my favorite things is they always make that all-star logo and everything else uniquely to the city that's hosting. When will we start seeing some of that stuff? <laughs> I have no idea. You don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, listen. Uh, you never have that answer. No, listen. We, we <laughs> came. We, we announced. Um, was it last week we announced? Uh, as soon as we announced, I uh, pulled all of our staff together, um, all the department head, and said, all right, you know. What did we just promise? <laughs> and we got to pull this together. That will be something that the NBA – the funny thing is, is, is and I'm, from what I understand, the, the NBA also, um, same thing. I think they took a week off before they started putting their heads down and saying, oh, my gosh, we got to get this thing pulled off. But right. it's something that will um, come together uh, relatively shortly. Okay. The other thing, Pelicans-related, and I was up at training camp when this happened with the Saints, but the schedule came out. Yeah. For basketball fans, it's a big, big deal. Gigantic. Um when the schedule came to your across your desk, what was your reaction? My reaction was that I liked the schedule. Okay. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, the first thing, obviously, from a business perspective, you want to see all Friday, Saturday, Sunday night games, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you don't want to say Monday night games or Tuesday night games from a fan's perspective, all right? But the reality is we're going to get some of those games. Also, you want to make sure you don't have a lot of back-to-backs, a lot of travel, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of issues. Um, when you when you take it all into consideration, this would be quite honest with you. When you take it all into consideration, this was probably the first year where we said, "This is a pretty darn fair schedule." I mean, let, let's be honest. We have the All Star Game. We have Mardi Gras. We have um, hopefully we'll have a, a Super Bowl run with the Saints. When you start blocking out dates, you start realizing it's not that easy um, to make a schedule. And then on top of that. And, and look, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to take up for the NBA here at all. But on top of that, what the NBA has done over the last couple of years to ensure that these players are not having back-to-back -back games or or looking at the traveling schedule, taking into consideration. Okay, I'll give you an example. Um, you've probably heard this before. You travel into Denver. 
you know, you've been to Denver before. The airport is a good hour, hour and a half from the hotel. So when we're talking about, well, it's only a one-hour flight from, say, Utah to Denver, you have to take into consideration you got another hour and a half. And, and so all that travel time now is being considered so that we can minimize the travel time across the league so we can have good competitive basketball. And so if you start looking at all those factors um, – the fan satisfaction from having the games on, you know, on the, the holidays or or non-holidays uh, or on the weekends. You take into consideration what's good uh, for the player and competition. I, you know, I think it's been a pretty good, a pretty good schedule. Okay, good. Because there's a lot that goes into it, like you said. Yeah. And yeah. every one of us looks at it a different way. Oh, there's no question. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's why what happens in the NBA, as with the NFL, they send out a preliminary schedule to everyone. Everyone has the opportunity to opine on it. Um, and we just don't let one person look at. I mean, we we we're very, as you know, a very open organization. In fact, we ought to start sending it to you. But we send it to just about. <laughs> we send it all the, the coaches and the GM and you know um, and um, you know uh, various the the arena operations, obviously, and um, other folks. The vice presidents all get a copy. Our analytics department gets a copy, obviously, um, and they 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 analyze it. You know up and down and sideways and, and, and really try to come up with the competitive and, and business reasons on why we should have a game on a certain night or not have a game on a certain night. And all that information is accumulated and we make sure we make sure that again if there's a basketball basketball competitive issue always trumps a business issue because um, obviously we want to win but you know we're, we're make sure that there's no um, no conflict and then we resubmit it to the league and then the, re- the league takes all that in consideration and usually usually comes back with something that's totally different than we start with <laughs> no actually come back uh, you know and take those those thoughts into consideration and, and so it's it's a much better process than it was a couple of years ago did you get feedback? Uh, we talked about in our last uh, visit uh, feedback on the football side. Did you get feedback about the 6 p.m. start times on Saturdays? Was that well received? And oh, it's keep- very, very okay. much All so. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one of the the the. the um, I'll tell you that was of all the feedback we get, that was probably one of the most common or, or most satisfactory things that people wanted. So okay, good. Man, we've covered a lot of ground over the last day or two here. So yeah. I appreciate it very much. No problem. Yeah, thank you. It's a good thing to have stuff to talk about, right? Yeah, I mean, and look, we're just scraping the surface. I mean, there's so much other stuff um, this time of the year is so busy, and um, which is all good. And um, that's that's what, as you know, that's what makes being a professional sports so much fun. So um, happy to come back anytime. Let's let's do this. <clears throat> I'm glad you're sitting down. Uh, we're about five weeks away from the start of the Pelicans exhibition season. Yeah, that'll be on the brink of a trip a trip to China and everything else. Yeah, why don't we revisit things near the end of September? You, and, better, uh, you better catch me soon because um, <laughs> I got to tell you this. Talking about the schedule, yeah, really, uh, really be truthful here. The first thing you look at when you get the basketball schedule is you lay it out on your own schedule and try to see, oh my goodness, how is this going to work? Now, if ever there was a, if ever in my all the years I've been working this, there's been a, a busy year. This is it because the bye week this year is our China China trip. So you know, I'm flying back from San Diego getting on a plane in New Orleans and flying to China <laughs> by week, coming back. And then, you know, the all-star break that everybody else has, we have gone. <laughs> gone. Right. And so, um, really, it's, it's it's since uh, the beginning of training camp, as you know, um, you know, it's not build up to it gets busy. It's just full blast uh, as soon as you come back to work, which is all good. It's it's all fun. So, uh, yeah. And let's know. not forget the Kentucky Derby's going to be in there, too. So, 
Um, and uh, the calendar's so, full. Calendar's full. I think July Fourth weekend is about it. Yeah, that is. That's. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone around here all feels that you know around July, July Fourth, first two weeks in July, that's when everybody can take a breath. It's special so, because of that. Until this we, is all special. Until we buy a baseball team. Now I'm joking. We're not buying a baseball team. But, uh, yeah, then we'll have you, no time off. You just made about 50 media guys. <laughs> for I'm joking. Laptop. I'm joking. Yes. Yeah. No baseball. No baseball. Okay. Joke. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You guys have got enough going on. That's right. Thanks again. Thank you. And uh, here we go. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly. Uh, let's wrap up our conversation about the Saints and the Steelers from Friday night. Uh, as we've been able to do through the first three preseason games, we have the pleasure of visiting with John Stinchcomb, Super Bowl champion, pro bowler, and uh, my colleague along with Joel Myers in the broadcast booth on the Saints Raycom television network well stinch i had i had a good feeling going into the preseason game against the steelers especially the mood and practice this past week the 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 the, the, the i guess the i don't want to say a chip on the shoulder but this this one for the saints to feel good and put a win together and unfortunately we didn't see that at the mercedes-benz superdome when they took on the steelers on friday night no there's a couple things that you can leave feeling pretty positive about i think cj spiller looked like he was in good form uh I was excited about what Lasco was bringing to the table. Really, for all the running backs, they had their moments. Uh, but your overall feel is that there's still a lot of questions to be answered. Not that there are not answers in that locker room that fills filled with the Saints, but 
uh, we just haven't seen it all put together. You haven't seen a lot of Drew. You haven't seen a lot of the offense together as one cohesive unit. Uh, and I think the same can be said on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, you're going to have some young guys over there. Uh, P.J. Williams is going to be the, the corner across from Delvin Bro, and I think you're okay there. Uh, it, it's a matter of let's see that front four provide pressure, which we haven't seen. How much have you seen of Cam Jordan so far in this preseason? Not much. Um, and how will that complement what we're doing on the back end? At this point, do you, do you grade this thing as incomplete because of – the, the not so good, but at the same time, the caveat of what you said. You haven't seen Cam Jordan play the full cycle. The same goes for Drew and the others. So is incomplete okay, or should we have more answers at this point? Well, you have to temper your expectations. I think we, everybody who is watching these Saints, you would expect a little bit more. You want to see a cohesive unit come out there. You just haven't had that opportunity. So incomplete is probably accurate. Uh, but the expectation up to this point is that you would have seen more. You can see more playmaking ability on the offensive side of the ball and uh, likewise uh, for the defense. Colby Fleener um, was targeted several times tonight. Uh, do you feel or get a sense that that is moving in the right direction? I think it, I think it took a big step forward during this game. It was a matter of uh, a penalty that brought back his big pass over the middle. He was in some of the shorter routes. He helped move the chains. And you put him in situations where he can succeed. He's not going to be your inline blocking tight end that you run behind. He's a pass catching receiver that uh, that's bigger than most. So that's what he brings. All right. So questions still about the offensive line. Questions obviously about a young secondary. Some of those questions are to be expected. Um, and then pass rush. I mean, look, there's we can go on and on and on about this. So my question to you would be then, with one preseason game left, how does Sean Payton? Go about that fourth and final preseason game in light of the fact uh, that they have yet to win this preseason and that there are some of these lingering questions. Well, it's always uh, game four is always about finding the right 53. There are guys that can help situationally your team, and you're trying to figure out uh, which ones fit the puzzle best. Um, for, for some of the wide receivers, what do they bring to the table? Uh, do, do you already have that space filled elsewhere? Same thing across the board, really, but – uh, with the running backs, uh, how do you see them fitting into what you're going to field on a given Sunday, and how many snaps can you get from them? So there's a lot of questions left. I think game four is very important, not only for individuals, but for the team as a whole. As always, thank you. See you Thursday. Looking forward to it. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new Summer Hydration Smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. 
Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. So as you know, the game is on Thursday night against the Baltimore Ravens. And then, well, by the way, everybody in the NFL plays on Thursday. And then, bang, we're ready to go. Regular season mode um, after the Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, of course, is the start of the college football season in earnest. So go Tulane, go LSU, go Southeastern, go all of all of them. We're, we're pulling for all the in-state teams. Um, and for you too, Daniel, I know there's a special team to our east that is special and near and dear to your heart. Daniel Salerson with us. Uh, Daniel will be hosting later in the week, and also later in the week, Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry is scheduled to be with us. We're also going to pick things up with a couple of the players who are back in town and will be making efforts to help uh, flood victims up in, near Baton Rouge uh, middle of the week. So I want to catch up with them not only about that, but about kind of getting things cranked up again. Believe it or not, are you ready for this? Literally, the first preseason game is like five weeks away. I mean, that's how close we are on the Pelican side. Of course, more coverage of the New Orleans Saints. I'll hit the locker room this afternoon, share some of the, that with you tomorrow as well. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday. I hope you enjoyed our conversations today. Thanks again to John Stinchcomb and uh, Mr. Dennis Lawsham, head coach Sean Payton, and, of course, you too. I'm Sean Kelly from Studio B in New Orleans. Good afternoon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.